Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Apex Mountain. My name is Jacob Lindgren, and join with me, as always, my good friend, Tanner Knox. Tanner, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. Tomorrow's last day of work before Christmas break time. Um, nice. We're lucky enough where we get some some downtime, not have to work, min, minimum manning, um, get to enjoy it with our family. So I'm excited. I love this time of year. Uh, yeah. What have you been up to, man? Uh, not a lot this last week, but I watched uh, the new Spider-Man No Way Home five seconds before we started this. Um, yeah. It's one of those kind of movies where I cannot say one single word or word about it without ruining it. So uh, I'm just Didn't gonna leave it at that come out today. Uh, yeah, it came out today. <laughs> so it's been out for like four hours. I think they did some middle of the day uh, views. I think if you really wanted to, you could see it at like three. But yeah, today is the day. So I guess to let them know. Is it worth going to see? Uh, yeah, it's definitely worth going to see. It's the it's. It's a top five, top six of all the Marvel movies. It's really well put together. Uh, A lot of the rumors were true, and I'm just going to leave it at that. The movie's really, really solid. That's awesome. Yeah, totally worth seeing. But now I can't think about Elf because I'm just thinking about that. So (laughs) (laughs) we'll see how this goes. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I watched watched this movie. We had a basketball game. We had four basketball games in three days, so I am absolutely exhausted. Fun, though, I bet. Yeah, it is fun. It's it's good workout. Um, as y'all know, I, I watched the challenge and they just had their final, so I'm not going to spoil it. If any of you do all two of you that do watch it, but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a really good final and, and I'm glad the people who did win, uh, one. And then I, I also watched stripes the other day cause I haven't actually seen that before. Uh, huh. pretty good one. I don't know if you've seen that one. Bill, Murray I haven't and, seen it all the way through No, It's, it's a, you know, and knockoff caddyshack type like not not as funny obviously right but it's it's got its moments it's okay um being military it's it's a little funny i guess i'm sure there's some people that are scoffing at that what that's not (gasps) that's the best goddamn movie that's ever been made it's it's pretty funny and i try to think about it as like you know back at that time right and things like that but it was okay right all right, well, this is our special for Christmas. Uh, last year, we did two weeks, and I think we were Christmased all the way out. Uh, so this year, we're just doing one. We're doing a quick special, Who Doesn't Love Elf? So we're, let's, let's just get straight into it. Let's go. New Line Cinema proudly presents a little holiday story. One Christmas Eve, Santa Claus got an unexpected gift of his own. What in the name of Sam Hill? Thirty years later... Let's recite the code of the elves, shall we? The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Buddy's discovering who he really is. You're not like the rest of us. I was sure when you cracked six feet that it would come up. My bad. You're not an elf. Now, he's taking a journey to find the family he's never known in a place where he finally fits in. Boy. And nothing's going to stop him. Sorry, your car's pretty. Will Ferrell is elf. Hey, what's your name? Someone need a hug? Ah, nutcracker! Catch 
the holiday spirit. Just trying to hug you. Um, I'm actually going to break up the order in which we do things and just start with our guy, Roger Ebert, because I thought that he was actually interesting. I thought okay. for sure he was going to be like, this is like zero stars. I hate this. But he actually liked it. He gave it three full stars. Um, this is a little long, so I'm just going to try to burn through it. If I were to tell you Elf stars Will Ferrell as a human named Buddy who thinks he's an elf and Ed Astaire as Santa Claus, would you feel an urgent desire to see this film? Neither did I. I thought it would be clunky, stupid, and obvious like the Santa Claus 2 or How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It would have grotesque special effects, lumber about the wreckage of holiday cheer, foisted upon its romance involving the only girl in America who doesn't know that a man thinks he's an elf is by definition a pervert. That is what I thought it would be. It took me about 10 seconds to sing Will Ferrell in the elf costume to realize how very wrong I was. This is one of those rare Christmas comedies that has heart, brain, and a wicked sense of humor, and it charms the socks right off the mantelpiece. That's good. I can't believe it. I'm like still shocked. I read his entire I read his entire review waiting for him to be like, psych, this movie sucks, and he didn't. He actually I, liked it. I mean, I kind of get it. I mean, and, you know, like we talked about last week, Tommy Boy is such a good movie because we enjoy that humor, and it was that kind of humor at that moment in right comedy verse. But he didn't like it, and I understand if somebody doesn't like comedies, they get that. But this movie is not about hey, let's try to make this the funniest movie we can make. What they're wanting right. to do is say, hey, let's make this guy like unbelievably. Like, no, I'm from the fucking North Pole. You guys don't understand. But he's so oblivious to the real world because he's obviously never been in it. And so, you know, walking in traffic and, you know, just he acts like a kid because right, he has that imagination because he doesn't know any different. And I think that's probably what Ebert has seen is like, no, they're not being stupid. They're trying to, mm -hmm. even though it's a silly movie, they're trying to make it as serious as it can be. And, uh. You know, picking somebody like James Caan, who's just kind of a scary guy anyway. Is, <laughs> He's intense, for sure. Yeah, it's kind of a good, uh, you know, to go with Will Ferrell, who's silly and, and funny and things like that. And I think that's what makes this movie great. Yeah, and uh, we have this conversation about uh, it's hard to know what this movie would look like with somebody else because we have this version in our lives, and it's hard to tell. But I feel like Will Ferrell is uniquely, uh, uniquely a great pick for this because... For most comedians that you would pick, they're they're almost too out of control. Like you wouldn't pick Jim Carrey for this. He's too crazy. He does he's not grounded in the same way that Will Ferrell's character is in this, where you kind of believe that he's that he's naive, but not too naive that he doesn't pick stuff up quickly. Yep. He's not like constantly playing in traffic. He like learns his lesson and moves on and he figures it out. Um I don't know. I just thought that Will Ferrell's actually really genuinely good in this, I think. And that holds this movie up. Um, and the movie also has nice heart because it really could just be a bad Santa where it's like, oh, man, that's funny. But like, is it like it's yeah. mostly stupid with a little bit of funny mixed in there? Yeah. This movie actually has some heart where you can show it to a kid and your 40 year old dad can laugh at it, too. That's what I was going to say is I think everyone can relate to it. A, you know, uh, people like, you know, you and me where we work. Right. So you're you understand the dad's perspective like, dude, I you got to give me 10 minutes because this is one of the most important things I'm, I'm working on. I've been working on this for months or whatever right. it may be. Uh, you know, you also understand the, his son's perspective of dude, dad doesn't ever care about me. Cause all he cares about his work and blah, blah, blah. And now he meets somebody who's, you know, an older person that actually gives him the time of day and, 
you know, and then you get to almost kind of relive your childhood of like, you know, believing in Santa and believing mm-hmm. in this and that. And I, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's a very cool movie. Yeah, I think so. And I think they kind of weirdly really thought this movie out, you know, like mm-hmm. the plot of it makes a lot of sense because they even have that backup plan where it's like, yeah, no one really believes in Santa. I mean, we got like 20, 30 percent or whatever. But yeah, I mean, he's got this pretty sweet engine, which kind of does the trick, you know, right. like they've kind of got their bases covered to where unless you're just trying to be a jackass, you really can't poke holes in this movie. They've I feel like they've pretty much covered their bases for a kid's movie that adults can laugh at. For sure. I mean, the mom that's in this movie, I think this was the first time she was playing Will Ferrell's mom, kind of. Yeah, you know, stepbrothers. Step step yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of cool to think about. But, you know, she she plays a good part of kind of being the middleman and being like, no, give him a chance. But also understanding is kind of crazy. As an adult, you know, we got to think about this. Seeing somebody like this, we're like, yeah, this guy's got something off on his brain, you know, kind of thing. Right, but, right. You know, Zoe Deschanel is just beautiful in this movie and just Mm -hmm. her singing and just everything about her in Mm -hmm. this movie i really really enjoy yeah she's a lot of fun and and i just talked about new girl watching starting that show over a couple weeks ago on here i think she's super funny in that she's better in that show than she is in this movie i think just because she's got a very specific role and she doesn't have a lot of room to uh to 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 make any adjustments to her character like she's one note but it's for a purpose um i like to see her in it though just coming back to this as an adult and us doing this podcast for a year and a half, the cast for this movie is crazy. Like mm-hmm. pretty much everybody, you know, to some some degree, like even uh, James Conn's two assistants are Andy Richter, who is the the side hand in Conan shows and Kyle and Gass. Kyle Gass. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like as an adult, I'm like, what the fuck? Is that Kyle Gass? I never noticed that before. Yeah. I haven't really seen this movie too many times. I don't know why. I It's not... When I think of Christmas movies, this isn't like, oh, we got to watch Elf this year. Um, you know, right. mine are typically Christmas Vacation, The Grinch. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. Home Alone, to a degree. It's the, my kids are starting to like Home Alone uh, at their age now. And, right. Uh, what else? What's that one with the? What's the one where he's a bunny rabbit like costume and the older movie? Hmm. He gets the bunny rabbit, the pink bunny rabbit outfit from his aunt, and it, they've got the Oh, oh, uh, yeah, Christmas Story. Yeah, Christmas Story I used to watch all the time, but it just kind of got overdone. It was played too much and every year. So I don't pick that out too much. It's it's a little outdated, I guess. But this is a movie I think I'm going to start coming back to. It's it's just so it's so nice, you know. My kids yeah. can watch a Will Ferrell movie. This is probably yeah. one of the only ones they can watch, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah, probably it's, just, it's it's. I enjoyed it. They could probably watch Anchorman and have no idea why that movie's funny because <laughs> yeah, it is it is like weirdly PG. So you could watch it and not know what's going on and still well, laugh probably. Of. Kind but, of. like, you definitely couldn't do, like, Step Brothers or something like that. Right, but right. I think Will Ferrell's the reason why you don't take this movie seriously. And I think that that sounds like I'm dem- giving him a demerit, but I'm not. I'm saying that, like, when you think of him, you don't think of, like, heartwarm- heartwarming and nuanced movies. When you watch this movie and you're actually actively watching it, it's it's actually a good movie that has, like, this kind of Christmassy message to it. But when you haven't seen it in eight months and it's like Christmas is rolling around the corner and you see it as an option, you're like, uh, do I really want like an, like a hundred minutes of Will Ferrell in an elf mm-hmm. costume? Like you do feel exactly how Roger Ebert said. But then once it's on, 
you realize it's like, oh yeah, this movie is actually pretty good. And it's a quick movie, man. It's, so fast. It was very quick. Um, but it, it, this is one of the only movies that really gets you in the Crystal Spirit. The Grinch kind of does. It's teaching, it's telling you that, you know, you don't have to have all the presents in the world to mm-hmm. Christmas is about family and this and that. Well, this right. movie is, is really getting you into like believing and saying, I'm believing in Christmas and the holiday spirit. And um, I never realized that. And I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't get over the cast, man. As an adult coming back to it, like Peter Dinklage is in this and he's, yeah. really, and he's funny and good, but like he's an awesome actor. And I'm, I'm just like surprised every time I remember he's in there. We have freaking Bob Newhart as Papa Elf and Ed Astaire, <laughs> like literally the voice of Carl from Up is on is in this movie. Like it's just the weirdest group of people, but it works. Yeah. It works and everybody's taking it seriously. When was this, 03? 03, yeah. So this was like, you know, early on in, in Will Ferrell's career and in Zoe Deschanel's career, you know, there's a lot of up-and-coming people, like you said. James Conn had been around for a while. I think he, I feel like I, so there's a show on Netflix called, like, some, what is it, How the Movies Were Made or, or whatever. Yeah, like the behind the scenes of, uh, like, legendary movies. Yeah, and they did it on this one, and uh, I feel like James Conn was in another movie where he was, like, not a killer, but, like, Almost misery type, you know what I mean? Mm, I don't know. And, it's uh, a good. He's got so many, so many movies, man. He'd be fun to go back to because he would let us scratch into the late seventies, like kind of opposite Robert De Niro, that late seventies, early eighties run. Yeah, but it was it, that. If you haven't seen that one, go check it out on Netflix, especially this holiday season. You know, they talk about Home Alone, they talk about how they made this movie, and uh, they talk about you know when he's in the classroom with the elves and. Obviously, they have to portray it in a weird way. They do that. Uh, what do we talk about in Eternal Force Sunshine? perspective. Yeah, force perspective where he's up very close and the mm-hmm. kids are further away and they're able to put that together. And, and it's just it's a really cool showing you kind of how movies are made, things like that. Yeah, and I think they take advantage of the fact that it's a Christmas movie where they get to be a little campy and a little over the top with what they do. But but I think it makes it more heartwarming. Like even the stuff at the beginning where, uh, you know, Papa Elf takes him and is like, Hey, why don't you lend me a hand with the with the engine? And like, it's like that moment where he's like, "Oh God, Dad's letting me help." Like, who, who, what little boy has not had that interaction with their dad at some point? Yeah. Um, or when he's like, I, "I need to go find my real dad and find out who I am." And like, his his basically surrogate dad's like trying not to get choked up. Like, have a good time, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I just it's so nice and like very heartwarming. It's just a good movie. Yeah, like you said, I really think they took time to think about this movie. I like how. He wasn't as good as the elves at building things. He built freaking 89 Etch-a-Sketches, and they're like, sorry, you're 900 short or whatever. Yeah, like you didn't make a 1,000 in one night. <laughs> that and, like, uh, you know, they're eating spaghetti, and he puts syrup on it, or he's eating the cotton balls out. Like, doing things that a kid with an imagination would probably be doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you just asked a six-year-old, like, what would be the funniest thing you could do right now? Yeah. But it's not annoying. Like, even the cotton balls thing, I looked that up, and it was cotton candy that he was eating, but... It's just uh, funny to watch him like take it and just like <laughs> eat it over and over again in the same shot because you, then you know like okay Will Ferrell is actually eating these because yeah. they're disappearing and he's talking. <laughs> so it was funny to hear that it was cotton candy. He wasn't just like chewing on cotton balls. That or the part where he gets like drunk on accident. Like that's an innocent thing that yeah. my kids can watch. That but he actually got drunk and is dancing and yeah. being crazy and yeah it's it's just a good time. 
Yeah, it's definitely good. Some of the some of the IMDb stuff on this, the little trivia stuff, is fun because you can tell that like John Favreau is obviously the the guy who directs this, which is crazy. Like mm-hmm. John Favreau is literally in everything. I just went to the Spider Man movie; he's in that, and then I come home and I talk about a movie he directed sixteen years ago with Will Ferrell. <laughs> it's like he's literally everywhere. Wasn't but, he in a movie like two weeks ago with uh, us? Yes, um, but that movie was random too. What was yeah. it? Yeah. Huh. What was that? Uh, uh, he was in The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. Wait, was he? Yeah, he was in The Wolf of Wall Street. He was uh, He was one of the uh, lawyers when they were like on that like horse trail. And like him him and Carl Reiner, or not Carl Reiner, Rob Reiner are right. both like, Jordan, you got to get out. Oh, you can get out right. right now. You just got to plead and whatever. And he's like, you're right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's clearly not paying. Yeah, he's in that yeah. too. Like he's just in everything. <laughs> But anyway, it's cool to read the trivia um, and see, you know, how innovative they were to try to save money. Like the beginning of the movie, they were just stopping strangers in New York and being like, hey, you want to be in a scene real quick with Will Ferrell? Um, you know, they were doing crazy stuff with cameras. Who's and Will Ferrell? Was... <laughs> yeah, in 2003. It's like, wait, SNL Will Ferrell? <laughs> um, yeah. But I think that they knew this was going to be good. Will Ferrell even declined 10 years later a $29 million leading actor role for a sequel, and he turned it down. That's probably the coolest thing I've heard because that's ballsy. Yeah, a it's ballsy. B, man, this is almost a perfect Christmas movie. You know, it's there's nothing in here I would really change. And do you really want to fuck it up by doing a second one and have the chance of it fucking up? I know. It throws off the first story if something goes wrong in the second one. Well, it's the classic thing with these comedians is like. I mean, Jim Carrey was famous for this for the first half of his career, and he seemed to thrown that out the window now, but. Like, Will Ferrell's even done Anchorman 2, like, 10 years later, and everybody knew that was going to be bad, and he did it anyway. But, like, it is nice to see when they put their foot down, and they're like, I'd rather this just be good. Like, I don't want to ruin this. Yep. So, yeah, good for him. I'm sure he made the $30 million on uh, this movie being constantly circulated every single year, but... Oh, he's still getting royalties, probably. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. (laughs) But, yeah, man, just a fun movie, and I'm glad that we decided to do this one as a quick one this week, because... Uh, I think it'll be kind of our generation classic. So, yeah, I do too. I don't know, man. You want to get these guys going? I know everyone's got a lot of Christmas stuff going on this time. We just want to come in here and do a quick uh, podcast for y'all. So, uh, you got anything else you're gonna rate it? Or yeah, let's go ahead and rate it. Uh, the meta score for it is 64. Um, a lot, of, a lot of positive stuff. There was some people that, of course, liked to shit on it and said that it was like you know like just basically just another garbage comedy movie but for the most part i think people generally understood that this was you know just for some laughs um so i think we'll probably be higher than 64 what do you think yeah yeah i think so all right i will lead on my opinion of of elf um this one's gonna be weird and i feel like it'll look weird on our list well we're rating these on christmas movies right yeah i think i think uh I think it is a bar breaker, but I don't. I don't think it reinvents the wheel in any way. It's just a warm-hearted movie with a great cast. So I'm gonna go uh, basically on the bar with an eight point one. Yeah, I, I understand that. Um, I it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it uh, upgrades the wheel. I think yeah. you know you've had the same Christmas movies all up until the '90s, and then 2003 you get one that's a hit. And I don't know another Christmas movie since then. That's that's the one that you go to every year. Right. Um, like I said, I haven't seen this one in a long time, and I don't know why. It's gonna definitely be in the rotation from now on. I'm gonna go with a 
8.6 for Christmas movies. Nice. Uh, acting ability. Uh, I mean, we didn't really pick anybody, so I'll go with the cast in general. I said that the cast was really over the over the top as far as quality goes, and I would still say that. Um, Will Ferrell's great in it. I don't think any of them are like, this is their standout performance or anything right. like that. That seems a little still, silly to say, but again, a solid cast that acts solidly, so I'm going to go with a 8 flat. Yeah, I once again agree with that. I think uh, everyone has to play this like what the fuck is going on right now kind of thing. Right. Will Ferrell has to be crazy. He's got to be a, a three-year-old, and right. I think he absolutely kills it doing that. There's no part where you're like, uh, you can kind of tell he's acting here, he's thinking yeah, yeah. here. Like he's, he's on point with everything. I'm going to go with a 8.3. You know what's funny? I don't know why I just randomly thought of this, but I was, look, I was thinking about scenes while you were talking, and the scene where uh, – he gets in a fight with the fake Santa, and then they're blowing up that Lego set, and they're they're rolling around and fighting. That was the whole fight. The entire thing was one was one take because it was too time consuming to rebuild the set. Yeah. So whatever you saw was them done their first go. <laughs> so it's like when they're rolling around behind that table with all the Legos, and it looks a little awkward. It's like, well, I mean, we either use it or we don't have anything. So that's funny. Uh, yeah, some good stuff. That's a there. good scene. It's a good. Yeah, scene. definitely a good scene. Uh, rewatchability. Uh, I feel like I'm just being boring and picking right at eights. This movie's this movie is very very rewatchable. There is that weird hitch to it where, like I said earlier, you come back around to it and you almost kind of, I don't know, you're a little hesitant until it starts and then you realize how good it is and you're in. Um, also, like crisp hundred minutes, like you are not wasting your time. This movie is not too long by any means. I think it's a steady eight point five. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think having kids. I'm going to probably end up watching this more than like Christmas vacation for the next couple of years. You know what I mean? Um, right. This one in the Grinch and probably home alone are going to be the top three for the next 10 years. And I'm okay with that. I, I yeah. enjoyed watching this movie. Um, obviously Christmas movie, you're not going to watch it any other time. So we kind of just have to base it on that. Just and, in uh, reference of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So the once or twice a year during Christmas time, I'm going to go with the, 8.7. Very nice. What do you think Elf comes out to? An 8.6. Comes out at an 8.4. And it is tied with The Shining and the Grand Budapest Hotel. Perfect. It's exactly weird, the same. It's a people. weird, weird group. <laughs> um, it is right below the movies it should probably be with. Anchorman, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and Big Daddy. And it is point one above another movie it should be with, Home Alone. I think that's probably the order I would have them in. You think National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, this, then Home Alone? Yeah. Okay. I'd probably probably the opposite. Yeah, mine's literally the opposite. I think I would go, I don't know. I like Home Alone, but Elf's pretty good. You you were big on Home Alone last year when we did it, and Christmas Vacation's been my, you know, A1 since day one, so um, (laughs) I got to stick with that one. Well, it's one of those things, too, where you're just going to pick whatever you grew up on. Like, everybody yep. is just diehard nostalgia for whatever they grew up on, so. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, from all of us here at Apex Mountain, we hope you all have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. And uh, we will definitely be back next week, obviously, before the new year. But um, stay safe. Hug a loved one. Uh, stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Stay safe. We love you all. Hit us up on Instagram, and uh, we'll see you next week. Jacob, you got anything? No, happy holidays, guys. See ya.